0: Hey folks, welcome back to the Jedi Council Podcast, episode 22. This is Brandon Saxton.
1: And Katie Gordon.
0: Katie, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing fine. We're getting to the end of the week here. Looking forward to the weekend.
0: Looking forward to the weekend, and I'm looking forward to not being ill anymore. Uh, As our loyal viewers can probably hear, my voice is teetering. Uh, it's better today, but uh, just a fair warning, I could break out into a coughing fit at any moment, and my sound editing skills aren't good enough to take away the coughs, but leave that good content that our listeners know, love, and expect. So,
1: Well, we're trying to upgrade our sound system, and I, as someone who's watched Frasier about 900 gazillion times <laughs> in the past uh, several years, they have a cough button specifically. Now, he's on oh, a radio wow. show, but I don't... No, if some podcast, just something to keep in mind.
0: What makes me curious about that is Frasier is an older show, so you'd think our technology <laughs> would be more advanced, but uh, here we are, just coughing right into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so maybe we can go ahead and get started with our current events sort of comic psychology, mostly always comics, sort of current events stuff. Yeah. Uh, my big thing for the week was that I saw Doctor Strange. And uh, really liked it I sort of as predicted I think I've talked about it on the air a couple of times I was really excited for this movie I don't know or at least I didn't prior to the movie know very much about Doctor Strange uh, it is a really great origin movie but it doesn't drag on too long in fact if anything his his training is sort of very accelerated because of he's just this very intelligent person so but uh, overall I liked I liked I sort of just I loved and liked. At the same time, pick
1: one. I
0: (laughs) I really liked it. Okay, Uh, that's a good middle. And uh, yes, and I and I would uh, I would recommend it, and I would definitely see it again. Um, So I'll be curious to hear what you think of it when you get a chance to see it. Yeah. Uh, any current events on your radar for the past
1: uh, week, Kitty? Just increasing excitement about Rogue One and any oh, yeah. remote little piece of information or new poster that Star Wars tweets out or posts mm-hmm. on Facebook. Just, I'm so excited. it's It's coming up fast.
0: Did you see the most recent trailer for Rogue One? I saw they put out a new one last week, I think. I don't know a if I saw the trailer, most. Re- oh, really? Yep. No, I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. Apparently it features more Darth Vader footage. I intentionally did not watch it mm-hmm. because I'm so excited for Darth Vader that I just want to be just awed when I get to see him. So I didn't watch it. And
1: it's, I think, cl- almost less than a month till it comes out anyway. Yeah, so it's not. I, uh, think it,
0: I think it comes out on the 15th oh, okay. of December. I might be wrong on that. Oh, that's but I think exciting. That uh, so, yeah. Really, really exciting stuff, but I think mm-hmm. that's, that's all I kind of had for the current events for this week, so maybe we can just uh, head right into the topic of the week, and uh, we're actually going to do another one of our famous trilogies, uh, not another Star Wars trilogy though, this week we're shifting gears a little bit and we're going to be diving into one of uh, our favorite short musicals, I don't know what you would describe it as, but uh, Dr. sing Singalong Blog, well it's a singalong blog, that's mm-hmm. what it is. And uh, this is something that I think kind of in line with the Guild is one of these things that uh, you and I both like realized that we both liked in talking about the sort of interests that we had, but not a ton of people have really heard of. That's at least my experience. How about for you, Katie?
1: Yeah, either people hadn't heard of it or there were people who I suggested watch it and they didn't like it. So it <laughs> seems like even those who had heard of it, not everyone likes it. And so, uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of cool to talk about something that, that find someone else who liked it too, and I, I do have some friends that really like it. Especially people who tend to like Joss Whedon's stuff, they they enjoyed it.
0: I think that uh, if you recommend Doctor sing long Pog to someone and they don't like it, that's a really uh, easy, clear cut way to end a friendship. <laughs> At least in my experience, but uh,
1: write them off.
0: The, that's my plan. So anyway, I think well maybe. Maybe it would be worth just talking a little bit about uh, Dr. Horrible's Long Vlog. Yeah. And it's broken up into three specific acts. And we're going to cover your, each act for one, with one episode each for the next uh, this week and the, f- the next two weeks.
1: And we'll do watch-along commentary. Yes. So we're going to watch it, and you can watch it along with us and yes. hear what we have to say.
0: Absolutely. So, um, But if
1: you haven't seen it yet, maybe watch it first without our commentary and then go back. I would. it's worth seeing.
0: Our commentary is going to be really good, I'm <laughs> predicting, but uh, there's something special about the sing It's going to be outstanding,
1: itself. but Felicia Day and Neil Patrick Harris, they, their performances are worth they, hearing.
0: Yeah, they have a special sort of chemistry. And
1: Nathan Fillion, don't forget him.
0: Uh, who could, honestly?
1: I mean, only me, two oh. minutes
0: ago. <laughs> um, what, should, what should we call this, the, the Jedi Council commentary along to the Dr. Horrible Sing-Along blog podcast?
1: I think that's the most elegant way I, to call I, <laughs> to title it.
0: I'm really well known for my succinct titles. <laughs> uh, this one's going to run right off the side of people's screens uh, <laughs> as they're trying to find the name of this episode. And I, I don't know that I'll ever be able to remember what I just said, so I'm going to have to go <laughs> back and listen to type up that title when I uh, publish this episode later. So. Perfect. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Um would you mind maybe... I think you know a little bit more about the history. Dr. Horrible Sing-Along blog uh, made by Joss Whedon. Tell me a little about it, if you would. My voice is dying already. I can sure it. Sure
1: thing. Oh, no. Um, and that's going to get really awkward when it comes time to sing along with oh, the characters. Yeah. I'm going to be
0: cracking. Uh, my voice will be cracking, and I'll be cracking, too. Oh, no. So It'll be good.
1: You'll have to pick up the dance part of it, at least. Ah, I think it'll be, be good.
0: happening for sure.
1: Okay, sounds <laughs> good. Well... Um, Essentially, in 2007 or eight, I think it was 2008, there was a writer's strike, and there were concerns about payment for writers, and um, they were protesting that, and during that time, Joss Whedon decided to make an internet musical. He figured that was a good time. He's a busy man. He stays oh, yeah. working and producing very high-quality mm-hmm. stuff, I I'm a huge just. We didn't fan Oh,
0: it, I don't think he's made anything that I haven't liked. No, I don't think I don't so. Th- I tr- I tr- and I mean that sincerely. Mm-hmm. I say a lot of things just off the cuff sort of on this podcast. Most
1: of the stuff you say is insincere, but I... <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but that But one. this I,
0: I truly mean that. <laughs> that. I was genuinely worried for him after Avengers 2 came out and he kind of disappeared off Twitter. I, I kind of wanted to find him and pat him on the back and make sure he was okay because I think he's awesome.
1: Yeah, I was concerned too. He is back on the Twitter yes. though, so that's good. He's back and active and back at it. Um, so Joss Whedon made Buffy, obviously. That what alone. More could you, I mean, Firefly, that what more Firefly. So good. So good. He was a fan of the Guild, and that actually is partially what inspired Dr. Horrible's I did Juan not Black. know that. Yeah, and he liked Felicia Day, what she did. He told her and contacted her, and apparently she was one of the, um, she had a small role in the last season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, mm-hmm. and he emailed her and just said, can you sing when he was casting this? And she said, yeah. And apparently it all went from there. And so it was kind of an internet sensation after it came out. And it was, I just instantly liked it. It's very unique, as is for Joss and stuff. It's not your typical thing. The the actual music of it is very good, but the story is pretty interesting too.
0: It's a lot of fun. I'm trying to remember who introduced me to Dr. Horvath's Singalong blog, because I saw it quite a while ago, and I just cannot remember how I found it.
1: I remember who introduced it to me. It was the same people who told me about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, my oh. good friends Rob and Wendy, and so oh, I have great. them to thank for that.
0: Yeah, that's uh, it's a good recommendation, no doubt, and I think what's really inspiring to me about this is when I think about what are my uh, interests, uh, what things do I like, um, like the Guild, for example, uh, one of those things that not that many people have heard of, but I, it, it, I heard of it first, and I liked it first. Totally hipster. <laughs> how
1: did you hear about the Guild?
0: I have no idea how I heard about the <laughs> Guild either. That was a long time ago, too, because I started watching it before it was done. Hmm. Um,
1: I just saw it on Netflix, and that's how I That might be it. how,
0: actually. That might be how I I got introduced to it. Um, but what's really cool about that is thinking about how we like the Guild and how Joss Whedon liked the Guild. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... We're, we're as cool as Joshua, Is there is any better
1: affirmation of taste than to like oh, the same stuff as No, Joshua I mean did. not even, you, there no. couldn't
0: possibly be, so.
1: And the Guild, if you're not familiar oh, with yeah. it, is worth watching on Netflix. Felicia Day wrote and created it and I admire her very much. She's been very open about her struggles with mm-hmm. anxiety and also with internet gaming disorder. We have a post yeah. actually on her character in the Guild who suffers from that and her autobiography I found very inspiring. She just really wanted to help with raising awareness and talk about how she coped with things very openly. And I really admire that about her. She's done a lot of great contributions, geek and sundry. I mean, she's just phenomenal.
0: What I really love about Felicia is actually, uh, something that I also really love about Kevin Smith. And that's, you have someone who, uh, they didn't sort of follow the conventional career pathway that, Mm -hmm. well, Felicia Day was on the conventional career pathway, to be sure. Uh, violin prodigy, if I remember, yeah, right. yeah. a very talented in uh, multi and math, prodigy. and math, yeah.
1: After home, being homeschooled, that's
0: right, yeah. Um, but th- th- they're both individuals who just said had sort of had this idea of this is what I'm passionate about, and this is what I'm going to do. And uh, mm-hmm. boy, if there isn't something just just wildly inspiring about that,
1: exactly, very do it yourself. I mean, the mm-hmm. guild very similar to clerks put together yeah. and. You know, the the idea of making a show and putting it on the internet is pretty common now, but at that mm-hmm. time, that was pretty novel. I mean, the way she was trying to reach oh, people absolutely. and just create it that way and, and writing what she knew. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people thought, is there really an audience for this thing? How many people are that interested right. in role-playing games. Well, apparently enough people were interested oh, yeah. it, that, uh, that it was picked
0: up. And sort of the whole Geek and Sundry network kind of oh, yeah. came out of the guild, right? Am I, I think so. I, th- I don't know the, the exact history of how that happened, but from what I understand, she was the kind of beginning force behind Geek and Sundry, which if folks aren't familiar, is a very popular sort of Media conglomerate, mm-hmm. really. They do a lot of different things and uh, are sort of all over the place. A
1: lot of geeky shows. Really very funny. Very uh, yeah. funny. Tabletop Show. That's where yep. Geek and underrated. Tabletop right? the is, yeah. They, is they have
0: cool. uh, LARP, the YouTube series, which is so funny and makes me want to LARP every time I watch it. Yeah. Uh, Unashamed. I've watched so. some
1: of that too and I mm-hmm. liked it a lot.
0: Absolutely. So, well, without further ado, maybe we should dive into the episode, folks. Uh, if you have already seen Doctor Horrible's Sing Long blog, you can uh, just, like Katie said, watch it without us at least once because it's so good and as amazing as we are, uh, we. I want you to have the unfiltered, peer sort of experience with Doctor Horrible, and then uh, once, if you have seen it or after you watch it, load up and uh, load up the first act, and we're going to start it here in uh, three. Two, one, and it started, and uh, we just sort of have a black screen right now, and you, I'm gonna
1: turn the volume you might have
0: heard a, a little bit of copyrighted music <laughs> in the background there. Uh, just ignore that. And here's Dr. Horrible. <laughs> and uh, what I love that we have here is Dr. Horrible practicing his evil laugh, and this is bringing me back to my first time watching it. And uh, how awesome is this costume? Do you think <laughs> if you dressed up as Dr. Horrible for Halloween, th- that how many people do you think might recognize it? I, I'm afraid I would love to do it, but I don't think many people would know who Probably I was. Probably
1: zero, but if mm. there is one person who recognizes it, that is worth it. Because oh, yeah. you know that you've made... A good lifelong Instant friend. friend. Yeah, yeah. and, that, and you also
0: know that everyone who didn't recognize you, you can cut out of your life completely. And,
1: and <laughs> that's really the most <laughs> important thing, is to judge people based on their um, preferences, media wise. Not
0: only judge them, but judge them harshly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. it's a deal breaker for you,
0: certainly. Mm-hmm. So,
1: so here he is, and the whole idea is that Neil Patrick Harris as Doctor Horrible, he wants to be evil. He is. He is aspiring to be accepted by the Evil League
0: I don't remember the exact name of it It's it's a ridiculous sort of fun name.
1: It is, and so he's practicing his evil laugh, he is making a video onto his blog, he is talking to people who write in and it is, let's see, the Extraordinary something or another the Evil League
0: It's the
1: the um, huh? Let's talk about the evil league of evil. Oh, it's evil it's bad horses. Bad horses evil. Bad evil. Horses,
0: evil, league evil,
1: of evil league of evil.
0: <laughs> of course.
1: And so he, how he, didn't <laughs> we
0: remember that? Do you remember what's in this bag? Something that he like vaporized?
1: Is it actually? It is um a type of. It's called. Flonium? <laughs> is that Flonium for his time-stopping freeze ray?
0: <laughs> I'm not sure anymore.
1: I'm not sure either, but the point is he is scheming so that he can do something worthy. Now, why do people want to be known for being evil? Why, in general? Well, the
0: thing that I'm wondering, is Dr. Horrible actually evil, do you think? Because I don't think so. <laughs> he seems to have quite a big heart. And uh, I think he... Well, I don't want to spoil the end, but I don't think he gets pushed into some stuff a little bit. Um, but people like to be evil? I don't know. Because maybe sometimes it's easier because you can just do exactly what you want without regarding the feelings of others. Is that easy for some people? Not for me. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Maybe for him. it. You're right. It does seem like he actually struggles with oh, that yeah. a little bit. But I wonder if he feels like it's easier to be Notorious than it is to be famous for making that a positive be. contribution. I'm not sure we don't get a lot of his backstory. Although I have read his comics and they do go a little bit more into the, into the backstory of of some of the characters. But okay. but you know I I like this because in 2008 I mean now it's a lot of people have blogs. Pod, yes, anyone will podcast. Any anyone they'll talk about podcast. any. I know just any two people will go on talking <laughs> about whatever they like. But. This was kind of a little bit early on on capitalizing on this stuff and having people write in with their funny handles and stuff like that. So I think that that's that's pretty cool.
0: Maybe we should start a letter sort of emailing in system. Yeah. So if you have, if you want the Katie and Brandon uh, evil sing along <laughs> podcast, <laughs> just send us a letter.
1: Are you trying to get in the? evil league of Eagles. i I mean i I certainly
0: am and i have for quite a while so here we're getting our first song of the sing-along blog and
1: uh it's a sweet scene because dr horrible i don't even remember what his normal person name is oh i don't either do they reveal that
0: i'm not actually sure it's so. Maybe we should I have mean, invited some. <laughs> all, th- all of, So just putting my cards on the table here. It's obviously been a while since
1: I watched our show. Oh, uh, is it Billy?
0: <laughs> I, your guess is as good I, as mine. I
1: think that's it. So he's he has a crush on Felicia Day's character, who is Penny. Yes. And he is. This is where he doesn't seem that evil because he's a little nervous and like yep. sweetly <clears> trying to interact with her and. Singing his Freeze Ray song, and apparently, I think this is his favorite song. Because oh, really? they were asked that in a panel, and um, they kept calling it Laundry Day, and Justin okay. was like, that's not the name of the song, it's Freeze Ray.
0: I do, like, I think maybe even the Freeze Ray speaks to his not totally evil nature, because it's not a death ray, that's it's true. a freeze ray.
1: That's right. <laughs> it's, it's just a temporary thing. His voice is wonderful, though, But he's and now he's kind of fantasizing about doing this sweet dance mm-hmm. with this woman who he, he likes, Penny. But when he's around her, he actually kind of stumbles over his words and yeah. stuff like that. It
0: makes him a very relatable character, It I does. Um, he
1: just says, I love that. Love your hair. I <laughs> mean, I love the air.
0: <laughs> who doesn't, though? <laughs> On both counts. Uh, I know... Oh, here we go. The song's over. And We've now got
1: Moist. We've got Moist. <laughs> moist, his pal, shows up, who sweats very profusely. Sweaty. And this is a guy from Simon Helberg who is very famous now for, in Big Bang oh, yeah. Theory. Wallowitz.
0: Yep. Um. D- d- do you remember, I know that you're uh, a fan of Glee,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, like myself, do you remember the episode with Neil Patrick Harris?
1: I do. It's probably that was my favorite really, episode Oh, of that was really good.
0: Yeah, that song that uh, he did with uh, Mr. Schuster, showing off my glee knowledge here. Uh, Super good.
1: Uh, He's he's really talented. He's played such a wide range of characters and uh, just clearly sings beautifully.
0: I'm really excited to uh, see him in the new Series of Unfortunate Events Mm -hmm. uh, series on Netflix. I think it'll be a lot of fun.
1: Oh, yeah, that'll be great. You know, Moist is in the comic book backstory, too. I don't remember a lot of the details, but you do get to a little bit learn about him. And now we have the bad horse Evil League <laughs> of Evil singing along. I believe there are some weedens in that chorus. He's sending his application in to be accepted.
0: Is is he sending is this his rejection? Let's see. I can't remember exactly how this his goes. His
1: facial expression it suggests looks, that it's
0: positive so far, right?
1: Yeah. Let's see.
0: Oh, man, I love the songs. Yes. It seems like maybe he he has an in. Yes. Yes. He, he has to pull a major heist to get into the Bad Horses. They have a
1: very league. high threshold to get in. They don't just let anyone into no. the little evil and, league and, of
0: people. And that's a, a thing I really think we need to get back to. Uh, evil leagues these days, it's just so flippy-floppy. <laughs> They're just learning <laughs> to let anyone in. Uh, not a lot of no standards. It used to no. mean something. It used now to anyone. mean something to be in an evil league of evil. But these days, there's any old
1: schmo. <laughs> so. Why does he have those goggles on, by the way?
0: Uh, for science experience, oh. I imagine. I don't know about you, but I always wear them when I'm in my lab.
1: Oh, yeah. You have to these days <laughs> for wonderful. when you're making your freeze rays. And, and so Penny is, you're learning about her character here. She cares a lot about people who are homeless and so she is kind of trying to educate people about it she's handing out flyers and standing there and so this is we see her outside of the laundry room kind of doing the thing she's passionate about
0: it's really nice it, it really makes her a, a, a character you can empathize with and feel something for and kind of connect with she's tr- all, trying to do a good thing and sh- the people aren't really uh giving her a lot of time they're passers-by and Tossing the flyers and so.
1: Yeah, she. You can see it's something she cares about, but is having a hard time drawing attention to the cause. Meanwhile, Doctor Horrible is setting up his heist and his scheme nearby.
0: Nothing like a good heist.
1: I'm telling you. And and now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such good acting! Pe- Penny goes up to approach him, and he's he's a little taken aback that she's seen him in mid heist and yeah. stumbles a bit.
0: <laughs> now they're having a well, a one-sidedly awkward conversation. <laughs> Perhaps is the best description.
1: Well, you're right. The acting is good because Neil Patrick Harris is is pulling off this trying to act cool, but like still awkward, like trying to multitask between his evil scheme and talk to this girl who he really
0: likes. Story of my life, really. You <laughs> really. <laughs> it's, it's a good juggling. The act.
1: other interesting thing is that these details, like I've noticed a couple times that he has like had like a blinking thing. Have you noticed mm-hmm. that? But I don't think Neil Patrick Harris does that, so that must just be part of his conceptualization of the character yeah. a little bit. Yeah, there, there was, he is. Right there yeah. sort of
0: uh, anxious. Yeah, a little twitchy. Sort of twitch thing. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. Really interesting and mm-hmm. and uh, a really good spot with Adito. Oh, there he did it with his mouth, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Penny is trying to really help, and, uh-oh, he's showing disapproval. Yeah, or inattentiveness anymore. Uh,
0: at the end of the day, they probably aren't a good fit together. No, it's w- once true. Once we get to know the characters,
1: it's true. She really seems to represent like the goodness in mm. this movie. She Internet certainly musical. wouldn't be
0: interested in joining the doctor or, or bad horse's evil. <laughs> of people.
1: No, and she'd be rejected because she's really just doing good work, and so.
0: Bad Horse is a pretty weird character, too, though. Literally a horse. Yeah. (laughs) As will exceed soon.
1: Exactly. Now, here's the interesting thing, because I think in other movies, like, the love interest would be enough to get Billy, a.k.a. Dr. Horrible, to rethink what he's doing. But he's not, actually. He doesn't really want Penny to know that he's scheming and playing a heist, but he's not actually reconsidering not applying. And that's kind of... uh, That's... That's a cliche, right? That there's someone who's doing evil and then they meet the one that they love and they completely change. And as psychologists, because we talk about psychology occasionally in here. Once in a while. We know that... There are multiple factors that take people to change, and so... Change is um, hard. It is really mm-hmm. hard, and it certainly helps to have support from people, but it's you rarely see that it's like someone's completely going this one direction, they meet someone, and then all of a the sudden they, they change rapidly. It usually requires a lot more work than that, so... And now he's upset that they they are running into each other while he's doing
0: this. Yeah. You'll just have to, hopefully you are watching this along with us, otherwise the the weird silences as (laughs) we get engrossed in the captivating plot are going to be really weird for you.
1: (laughs) So this song is a man's got to do what a man's got to do, and it is interesting because he acts like it's some kind of (laughs) external force that's leading him to do this. There's no turning back.
0: That seems to be almost a common thing Mm -hmm. in some externalization of behavior, Mm -hmm. um, especially, you know, negatively. Negative behavior. It's kind of an interesting phenomenon. It Uh, is. More importantly than the psychoanalysis, (laughs) though, Captain Hammer, here he is, Mm -hmm. the hero of the day, punching the gadgetry of Dr. Horrible.
1: Thwarting the best efforts of Dr. Horrible is Captain Hammer. Very arrogant and confident, right? That's a big contrast from uh-huh. Dr. Horrible.
0: And I kind of, like, wasn't really paying attention here.
1: The van is going towards Penny. Oh, my gosh. Captain Hammer pushes her into <laughs> a pile of garbage with all of his muscles. And coincidentally, Dr. Horrible stops the car, but it looks like Captain Hammer's going to take the credit.
0: Yep. And they're well-known rivals.
1: Exactly. Outmatched, because Captain Hammer is a lot stronger
0: And he doesn't even have to work out
1: So, if I may go back to this idea a little bit In therapy, I've actually, when I have people I don't know if you've had this before But if you have a client talking about a relationship that they're in And they're trying to decide if they're going to stay in the relationship or Mm -hmm. not Sometimes they have internalized that Hollywood notion That if the person loved them enough, they would change whatever the negative behavior is that they're doing and i have to kind of talk about you know what we know about human change which is that it's not within the control of another person right right? and it's really about them and so you can be there and support them and certainly that can be a factor but it's not your fault if someone is is doing something and and you can't really control that
0: perhaps relatedly but uh... Uh, maybe a different side of the coin. And some of my work uh, with domestic violence mm-hmm. um, cl- r- cl- sort of clients, uh, that was a big part of the uh, treatment for them as well, hmm. was y- you cannot control other people's behaviors. You can't force someone to be the way that you want. Um, it's sort of an interesting thing. It and uh, that's the end of Act 1. That it went is. by really quickly.
1: It did, and we should say what happened yeah. at the end, uh, in case you're not watching along but listening, which... Might not be as enjoyable, but just in case. Basically, Penny feels that Captain Hammer has saved her, even though he pushed her into a pile of garbage, Mm -hmm. and she seems to have some affection for him, and and Billy slash Dr. Horrible is not happy about that because that is his arch nemesis.
0: Absolutely. Uh, A captivating, cliffhanging end Mm -hmm. for our first in three episodes on Dr. Horrible's Singalong Vlog. That's right. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, Maybe we can start to uh, wrap it up right there. And uh, what I was thinking we could do is uh, take a moment and really thank the folks who have taken the time to leave us a nice uh, review on iTunes. We read every one of them. We really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the Jedi Council budget is not such that uh, we pay for any marketing, so the way that folks hear about us is just uh, thanks to you guys leaving reviews or tweeting about us. And we'd like to start thanking the folks who tweeted about us. There's been so many so far that retroactively thanking you all, you'll just have to maybe take a a blanket thank you, but we really do appreciate it. And uh, on the iTunes, the the names are fun on here. Folks get to kind of enter their own name. So we've got uh, Mudkip 2020 uh, Vintage Shaft, Codex Penny uh, stop asking me to review. We, we will now.
1: <laughs> we'll uh, never ask you uh, <laughs> specifically again, but thank you. Yeah,
0: Stormtrooper uh, 1621 and Megatron one eight four six two seven one eight. 62718 Just want to thank you all for taking the time to leave a review on there. Uh, really worthwhile for us to read that and hear what you guys are thinking about the podcast. What do you like about it? Uh, what what could we do different? What could we talk about? That's and what topics topic. are you interested Absolutely.
1: in? We're happy to take those. We're locked in for Dr. Horrible for the next two, but yep. we, after that, we're wide open. Wide open, open for mm-hmm. new,
0: uh, exciting topics. That's so, right. Uh, we really appreciate everyone who's been uh, part of this fun journey and fun project. Uh, you can find us on www.jedi-council.com We're also on Twitter Facebook uh, I almost said Netflix Someday, <laughs> someday for sure uh, iTunes it uh, Stitcher, Podbean I think that's everywhere they can find <laughs> Pretty us
1: Pretty much, we're not on Pinterest we don't have any recipes up there uh,
0: No recipes um, But yeah, that, those are the places you can find us uh, Send us a message, tweet at us We'd love to hear from you and uh, I don't have any pros of wisdom yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna bank them up and uh, <laughs> save them all for the the end of our Doctor Horrible single so, <laughs> Yeah, it'll be a, a super pros of wisdom segment. So that's all I have for today, Katie. Do you have anything else before we wrap up for no, today? No,
1: thanks as always for hey, listening.
0: Absolutely, thanks as always, folks. And uh, and we'll hit the ha- hit the Captain Hammer later. Captain Hammer signing off. I don't know. <laughs>